0: Everyone, welcome to another special edition of the Garden CHS Wrestling.com podcast, near fall back points. Uh, I'm your host, Donald J. Brower. We will be wrapping up the second half of the state tournament, 152 to heavyweight. This will be the medalists podcast. What so we decided, I was kind of looking at everything and we had interviews with the champions. They earned their own podcast. So we're gonna have a very special third podcast for the week, third. Jared's over there drinking coffee like you wouldn't believe. Three podcasts in a week. He's over there going crazy. So we're going to have a champions podcast where we're going to interview all champions who won titles. The five of them. Five. King Kong Brothers. Five. Five. We're going to interview all five of them. And that'll be released probably Tuesday. We're going to get that here. But before we get into the medalist, we got to get into the Sponsors. Dan Warnikoff, champion athletes. I've said it before. I've said it on every podcast. I'll say it again. If you want to get where you want to be, nutrition is key. That's a good run. I'm, I'm, I'm trademarking that. If you want to be wherever you want to be, trade with the commission. Yeah, I, I already lost it. It's already good. Don't be still my idea. Anyway, back to us. Dan Warnikoff, champion athletes. Thanks. If you want to get where you want to be, nutrition is the key I brought it back see how to do that anyway Dan is the guy if you want to be able to go out there and feel energized lose weight and be ready to go he helps you with meal plans anything you need Dan will help Pat Glory has said if it wasn't for his nutrition he wouldn't have won the last two titles the man who did that Dan won of course he helps wrestling he helps football players basketball players baseball players hockey players every player in New Jersey Out of New Jersey In state, out of state. You only have to be an athlete. Dan will help you. Trust me, Dan is the man. Dan man. So go to championathletes.com. Check it out. Dan's been a big supporter of us. Thank you, Dan. And another season in the books because of Dan. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, Dan. Thank you. But champion athletes, that's where you want to go. Now, we promised medalists. We have a bunch, some surprises. More for how they finish, but also some surprises who did finish where. So, without any further ado, let's head to my interview with my very first
1: medalist. I'm
0: joined by our first medalist of the day, sixth place finisher at 152 Tanner Peak, 100 essential. Tanner, congratulations! How are you feeling right now?
1: Uh, yeah, thank you. I'm feeling real good. You know, I uh, couldn't have done it without my coaching staff, my teammates, my trainers, all pushing me to get to this level. So, I'm super pumped.
0: Now. You guys kind of had a start and go with the season. Obviously, getting ready. How did you guys stay fired up? Because I know there's off season. You know, there's there's what I like to tell people is there's training for wrestling, but until you actually get in the room and get some of that mat time, it's tough. How did you keep that mat toughness
1: all season? Uh, well, I got a mat in my basement, so I was working. Day, you know, just wrestling, uh, st- making sure I stayed in shape and uh, keeping my mentality right. You know, I wasn't going to let it uh, get to me. So. Was a good way to prepare. I feel like I got—I was able to get even more work in just because I had even more time, so it was really helpful.
0: Now, one of your teammates, Colton, who we'll talk to a little later, winds up winning fourth. Talk about a teammate coming down. You know, you go first of all. I ha- it has to be strange because, and I have wondered this from everybody—you're so used to going to Atlantic City and seeing mm-hmm. that, and the sort of the pomp and circumstance, and being in that environment, and knowing you—you're a Phillips. Like, no offense to Phillipsburg, but it doesn't really compare, even though some, some media people have been calling it the Atlantic City of the West. I don't know who started that. might have been me, but I don't, nobody will ever call it that. But yeah. how is it to feel different? Because 100 and central people travel, your family travels. It must have been strange not having that crowd. How did you get fired up for that?
1: Uh, well, I mean, I'm always able to fire myself up no matter the area I'm wrestling at. Uh, it was still a pretty good crowd. We had uh, a lot of the parents come in, so it was a good environment. p always cool to wrestle, in, you know, it's still a great gym to wrestle at. So it was still pretty not too tough to get pumped, you know, yeah. get amped up for the tournament.
0: How long – let me ask you this final question. How long do you savor this? Because, I mean, you're a young kid. I know, you, you know, obviously – cutting weight, stuff like that. I know a lot of the guys are like, I'm going to get something to eat. How long do you let to savor before you start focusing on getting higher up on that podium
1: next year? Uh, You know, I'm I'm sure I'll celebrate today. Uh, I'll take tomorrow off maybe and then right back to work. I'm training for Fargo and all these other tournaments coming up. So I want to set my attention towards that and then get myself ready for next season as well. Get on the top of the podium.
0: Hopefully, we also get to see an possible all star match coming up that I might have. And, and just throw it out there. Just throw it yeah. out there. Not putting you on the spot. But listen, congratulations. Enjoy this. You know, winning in any year and making states, and I mean the historic program for 100 and Central for able you to put your name on that list is a big accomplishment. Congratulations and enjoy it.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. It means a lot.
0: Thank you for the time, Tanner. Congratulations. Good luck in the rest of your career. Another medalist in the 152 pound weight class. Kidatini Stephen Dowling. I had a chance to catch up with him. Let's talk to him. I'm over. joined by Stephen Dolling from Kittatini Regional High School, the, the junior who had an amazing run in the tournament. Stephen, congratulations on, on this season for you, Thank and, you and your performance today. Talk a little bit about it coming in as a twelfth seed and just kind of what your mindset was heading into the tournament.
2: Uh well starting in regions. I was only in the ninth seed a region and obviously with a shortened season, I didn't have many opportunities to really prove myself, but I put in a lot of work in the offseason and coming in as a nine seed in regions, taking third, that really gave me a lot of confidence. And then coming in here, I thought I knew I was going to place. I mean, I knew I was better than a lot of the kids in the bracket. And obviously I was. But uh, I mean, I, I just really held that attitude that anyone could be beaten. And, you know, if I put in my best work, I can beat anybody.
0: Now you come from a, a really historic kid program. Talk about this season, just the, the season you had and Coach Gill winning his 600th and what that kind of meant for the team.
2: Yeah, that, that really was uh, an awesome moment for us. We would have loved to have groups because I think we would have been group champs this year. But even the 600 win against High Point, everybody came through, everybody pulled through it. That, uh, that was also another awesome accomplishment, you know, in our storied history. That was uh, that was a great moment for all of us.
0: Now, you get the six hundredth against a team like High Point, the, the
2: traditional rivals who have been so successful.
0: Just kind of, you know, talking about how that spearheaded you guys because that kind of took a lot of people for notice. It was very shocking what happened and you guys kind of steamrolled through the rest of the team. Was that kind of a
2: good point for you guys? Yeah, we were, uh, we were looking forward to that match. Uh, even ever since last year, I've been telling people that we were going to beat High Point this year. And going into it, I mean, those last few matches were very stressful. But, uh, yeah, that was we came into it, that with an attitude. We wanted we knew we'd be ranked. That's what all, all our attitudes were, that we, were, we knew we were one of the best teams in the state. We knew we'd beat High Point. And, you know, we really just had that uh, – the whole team had that attitude. It was it was a great team effort.
0: Now, all your wins so far in the tournament were very close. How was it to be in that pressure situation and just kind of to eke out a, a quick win?
2: Yeah, I, I – at least with me, this was something that I worked on over the summer is I really keep my mental. I don't, uh, I don't let any situation really bother me. And that last match, or I guess the match to go in the placement round, you know, I was on my butt for a minute and a half, just fighting off a single. Uh, and I just, I, I keep calm. I keep collected. Uh, I know that, you know, I still have the rest of the match to wrestle. I mean, I think in a lot of my wins, I actually got taken down first or the other mm-hmm. guy might have scored for mm-hmm. But uh, I always just, I wrestle the full match, and I think I'm kind of a bulldog. I really push people to the last minute. I have a good gas tank, and uh, I just, I go in with a lot of confidence, and I know when I wrestle with confidence, I could beat anybody. And even those high-pressure situations, I never got butterflies or anything. So I think I I think I did pretty well.
0: And finally, just talk about your teammate, Jackson Cron, uh, you know, going for the 3-4 championship here over at, at 220. Just a, a kid I know you, you've been in the room with and such. How is it? How great is it knowing that you guys are going to both walk away with medals?
2: Oh, that's all. It's, that's, it's really good for us, too, since we haven't had, as a team, we haven't had two state medalists on the same team, and, very long time so it's really awesome to know that Kron and I are both uh getting medals and uh it would have been nice to have them in finals but you know things didn't shake out that way but uh yeah I mean it's it's a great accomplishment for Jackson as well I'm very proud of him
0: yeah it's a tough 220 bracket that's I always tell people when I make yeah. my predictions for 220 in heavyweight I said there's always something funky that happens you never can go yeah. I mean it's always some random kid you know it's it's it just happens so it's 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 a great yeah. accomplishment and placing, especially in this year, is a great accomplishment for you. Thank you for taking the time. We're, we're glad we got to catch up with you for a little bit. Now we move on to the 160-pound weight class. Finishing fourth, Colton Wasleski from 100 and Central. I caught up with him after his finish. The two-time medalist had a lot to say. Let's head to that interview. I'm joined by another medalist from 100 and Central, which seems to be the theme the last few years, Colton uh the 164th-pound uh, place winner. Talk about your tournament and just kind of tell me how you feel right now
3: uh this is a pretty good track so good i mean i want to win it but fourth isn't that i mean i improved from last year so i can't complain but i did want to win so
0: well obviously but you, you know place it fourth. you know everybody every they, they always say the saying was it's always one winner and everybody else is is, is runner up but for you i mean especially last year how different was it this year because as i was talking to your teammate earlier when you go to Atlantic City, the pomp, the circumstance, just kind of that mindset you're in, you're wrestling in a gym that you're kind of used to closer to home. How different was it being state tour in Pittsburgh?
3: Uh It made it a little bit different. I mean, there's not as much pressure. So, like, some kids probably wrestled better. I was looking forward to the big crowd. That was, like, the thing that I wanted the most was probably the crowd. I mean, there was a pretty big crowd here, but it's nothing like Atlantic City. I mean, it's just, like, just less pressure on you to just, like, I mean, there's not 10,000 people watching. So it makes it a little bit better.
0: Now, there were a lot of people watching online, and we were. Um, kind of talk about how you feel your career. You're a senior, obviously. It's your last run. You, you medal twice. 100 and Central has such a historic program. How does it feel knowing that forever you're going to have your name etched up there with some of the greats in the history of, the, of that school?
3: It feels good. I mean, uh I want like a little bit more. I mean, I'll probably look back on it and be like, well, I could have done this and that, but you can't really do that. But I mean, if I could like, I'd be, I mean, I'm content with what happened, but I would like to be like a four-timer or like, you know, do wrestle a little bit better my freshman year or something like that.
0: Well, Now you learned it. I think maybe those struggles might've happened, you know, now it's paying off here with where you're at, but listen, congratulations to, to medal any year. It it, is great. Two years in a row, especially your senior year going out with a fourth place. That's a great thing. And I'm sure when you get a little older, you'll be able to, you know, un- appreciate it a little more when you do it. I know it's tough when you're in it. You're thinking, oh, how could I get higher up? But listen, you, you've you been a great wrestler for 100 Central, and I'm sure they're going to miss you in the lineup next year. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Another bracket, another medalist for Del Barton, Louis Sergio, the freshman. He finished sixth. I got a chance to catch up with him after his medal round. Let's see what he had to say. Well, another bracket, another Dubbarna medalist. I'm joined by the six-way finisher at 160, Louis Sergio. Tell me about this tournament, just kind of how you feel and and how happy are you right now?
4: Pretty happy, you know, not many people are freshmen at 160. Uh, I start off the tournament really well. I'm, I'm just happy
0: to be here. Is it tougher because I know, um, especially you're, you know, being a freshman, facing a lot of kids, you know, 17, 18 year olds going out there and wrestling. Is it tougher with the upper weights? Because I do usually when we see the freshmen who advance far, your teammate Dan Jones, guys like that, the lower weights, for you to be 160 in a really competitive weight, just how, what did you do out there?
4: I just wrestle. You just keep going, progressively moving in each situation you get into. And that's really all it's about
0: doesn't matter the age. Now, Del Barton has a, a history of really good freshmen. And I remember talking to a few of your coaches before the season, and they would said, oh, keep an eye on this guy, keep an eye on that guy. The two names they mentioned were your, yours and Dan. So it's kind of uh, apropos that here you are, your first year, you're on the podium for Del Barton. Um, I asked Dan, and I'll ask you the same question. This was a weird year with Del Barton, because I know they like to do a lot of stuff beforehand and everything. It was all virtual because of everything going on with COVID yet you guys all seem the bond and you know, obviously the friendships, how did you guys cultivate that without that, you know, a, a lot of the time where you could have been together?
4: Yeah. You know, we're, we're in the room every day together. It's, it's special. It's something special. We're gonna, we're, we're on the right
0: path. Now, finally, I, I you, you etched your name up there with some of the great names I know, a uh, you, you, couple champions, Andy Trzinski, you know, wins the 152 title. I know you guys are about that same weight, probably rolled around a little bit part. Talk about him walking out, you know, with the championship. I, I saw you guys, you after you run up and hug him after you know, just kind of how you guys feel for what you guys did today.
4: Yeah, we feel good. He, he's a hard worker. He works really hard. He's a good
0: kid and he deserves it. Perfect. You deserved it as well. Congratulations. I told Danny the same thing I'm going to tell you. We may not have been talking about you before the season, but I think we're going to be talking about you for the next three years at Del Barton. So congratulations. Thank you. Another weight class, another Del Barton wrestler bringing home some hardware. This time, Colin Calvetti, who finished sixth. I caught up with him after he received his medal. Let's see what he had to say. I'm joined by another Del Barton medalist, Colin Calvetti, who finished sixth at 170. Congratulations. Just talk a little bit about your tournament, how you felt you wrestled today.
5: I mean, I felt that I kept a good head throughout the tournament and uh, came back from that tough loss in the beginning.
6: Uh, yeah.
0: Was there anything after that loss that you kind of thought you could improve? Obviously, it's, it's tough to change stuff on the fly, but was there anything you thought you made, a mistake you made in that loss that kind of propelled you, or did you just kind of say, hey, I'm going from here and see what I could do?
5: I mean, I definitely made some mistakes uh, during that loss and after that. Uh, but there's not really much you can do during the tournament, but, uh, this offseason, i not going to work on all those things and, uh, come back next year.
0: Now, obviously, Delbaran, not only with the medalists, but great success with champions. Dan Jones, a, a freshman, Andy Krasinski, uh, sophomore winds up winning. Just talk about these two guys. I mean, you see him in the room every day. You saw what they did. You saw, you know, the heart about them. How does it feel for your teammates to be there?
5: I mean, it feels great. I'm really excited for them. And, yeah, just like Dan Jones, a freshman winning it, that, that's, that's amazing. I can't wait to see what he does throughout the rest of high school. Same with Andy. He deserves it.
0: I, and, like I said, you guys always represent very well at the state tournament. I know there would be more if PJ was able to, you know, we understand. But I mean, yeah. you guys did a, a, a great run. And it shows everybody always talks about the Barton individual. But just the, the, the spread of wealth you guys have with medals is amazing, and I know you know you joining your brother as a great representative of Del Barton. I'm sure everybody's proud and congratulations on the medal win! Thank you. Now, shifting to the 182 weight class, finishing fifth, Jessica Grotowski from Butler, who's had a great career. I got a chance to not only talk to him about how he felt this tournament went, but some future plans. I'm joined by the fifth place finisher in the 182 bracket, Jessica Grotowski from Butler. Justin, tell me how your tournament went and just how you feel about how you did today.
7: Uh, Overall tournament went well. Uh, Coming to the state tournament, I knew uh, Butler hadn't had a state placer since 2002 from Anthony Liardi. And uh, getting the eighth seed, I knew that I could uh, get on that podium. That was a goal I set since freshman year and uh, was able to uh, win my first match. Unfortunately, lose to Brian Saldano in the quarterfinals. Uh, was able to persevere and uh, in the consolation side of the bracket and come up uh, on the fifth place finish
0: now we people if people don't know what are you doing when you graduate high school i know this, you're kind of undertaking a, a very big change in your life
7: yeah so uh you know once i graduate high school i'm leaving for uh west point uh june 26th to 28th uh that's for basic training uh, definitely going to be a, a change in a lifestyle, you know, going from a civilian status to straight into the army uh, and those six weeks, no phone, nothing, just paper and pen. If I want to talk to my parents, but uh, definitely, definitely pumped up for the opportunity and uh, I'm excited.
0: Well, from one military member to a future one, it's a, it's an honorable thing to, to give the service. And trust me, I know about those long nights and it's two hours sleep and you don't remember what day it is. And yeah, it's, it's a whole different story, but, now, you guys, you had a great career at Butler. Kind of just, how do you feel now? Your career's over, your coach raves about you and says you've had one of the most outstanding careers in the school history. How, how do you feel you rank up with all the greats from the school?
8: Um,
7: you know, it feels, it feels a little weird. I don't know if it probably hasn't sunk in yet, knowing that I'm one of the, what, two or three uh, wrestlers in Butler history to get on that state podium. But um, it just goes to show that hard work pays off. And I'm glad I was able to get on that podium. You know, freshman year I had a record of six wins, six losses, and now I'm finishing fifth in the state. So, uh, the saying "hard work pays off" is is definitely is definitely true.
0: Well, thank you for your time, and let me be the first to say thank you for your eventual service and congratulations on your on your run and your career, at Butler. Thank you, Mr. Brown. <laughs> Continuing the 182 bracket, Alex Urnyak of North Hunter finished seventh. Hard time getting in contact with him because of the wonderful reception at p but I finally got a chance to pin him down. Let's see what he had to say. Hey, Alex, thanks for joining me. Uh, talk a little bit about your tournament and just how you're feeling today. I mean, right
4: now I'm feeling good, like just coming off, coming seventh place in the state, 182. I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Uh, I mean, yesterday, I mean, the first match, was a little struggle I lost, I ended up losing, but like. Mentally, I got over it, and I was able to like bring it out and get it on the podium for uh, podium for states,
0: which was my main goal this year. Now, how do you get over something like that? Because I've, I was talking to a lot of people, and you've seen this in years past. Usually, when somebody loses that first match, uh, you know they check out, and especially this year where. You know, previously in states, you lose your first match, you get a, kind of a night off, so you can kind of refocus. Here, it's like, okay, your 45 minutes are up. Get back out there and wrestle. How do you kind of put that behind you so quick and be able to move on?
4: Um, I've been actually working with people like that, like Wrestling Mindset. I work with them, so they've been helping me out with all that stuff. Like, after Moblin, I will try and have a good good show in there. I was like, oh, I got to mentally prepare for everything else. I got to, like, make sure, like, I'll come over all my um, – Come over all my lost matches and stuff like that,
0: just make sure I uh, overcome. Now, my loss. yesterday, with the, like I say, with the distance, how was it having to wrestle so many matches realistically today? Cause you would get a little bit of a break, but it was literally just like, all right, let's go, let's go, let's go. And then you also had the little bit of a delay where some crazy guy or whatever happened with the pole knocked everything out and it kind of shut stuff down. Yeah. How did you kind of deal with that? Do you, and do you enjoy it where there's wrestling constantly? Or do you enjoy a little bit of a break in between? Honestly,
4: I didn't mind. Honest. I didn't mind that much. I mean, I'm in good cardio shape, so it didn't really affect me. I mean, it was harder in regions. Like, we'd wrestle in regions. You wrestle every 45 minutes, pretty
0: much. But I states, you wrestle like an hour and a half. So, I mean, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, that was the one good thing. I commend them for kind of realizing at regions there was so much downtime, especially in the upper weights. I mean, you guys are sitting around and doing everything. It's like, all right. Now we're waiting. And then when they finally put everything together, I think they realized like, okay, we can do this, have seven weeks going and not have to worry about splitting it into the sections, which I, I think is a disservice, especially for the bigger guys. You're sitting around and it's like, all right, now I get warmed up. You now, so, so, yeah, it, it's tough with situations like that. But yeah, with your, with your team this year, I know, you know, you guys had last year, you guys had a really great team and you didn't have the individual success that in, in the tournament, and I think this kind of validates you. Do you guys feel that way now that you kind of have those kids who come out and can wrestle? And so it looks like, oh, they're, it's not the sum of a whole, but you guys have really good individual wrestlers as well.
4: Yeah, I think we've always had good wrestlers. I mean, last year was like a, a once-in-a-lifetime chance or one-in-a-lifetime opportunity you had. I mean, it hasn't really changed. Good to have. I mean, it's good to have all – the like state qualifiers are like I think we had like one more this year than
0: last year, something like that. So, well, listen, thank you for taking the time. I know you're a busy man. I think you have a cross coach. It's called four or five times saying let's go. So uh, <laughs> I don't want to hold yeah. you up. Congratulations and, and good luck in the future. Thank you, thank you. Shifting gears to the two twenty weight list, lots lots of local representation. Four wrestlers walking away with medals from the coverage area. Let's start with the man who finished the highest. Jackson Cron and Kittatinny, who took fourth. I got a chance to talk to him not only about his tournament, but his career at Kittatinny and the bond he has with his coach. Now we shift our attention to the upper weights, 220. Jackson Cron, Kittatinny, who finished fourth. Jackson, congratulations. Talk about how you're feeling right now after winning that medal.
5: Is my last ever high school match that, that I'll ever wrestle with Coach Gill in my corner, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it was kind of bittersweet. You know, I yeah, I accomplished, you know, meddling. But in the long-term effect of it, like, it's going to kind of suck next year not wrestling for Gill.
0: Talk about Coach Gill. I know you being a senior and getting to be a part of a big milestone for him. Tell me about how it felt to be able to get him that six hundred win against a really big rival for you guys in High Point, a local rival. Just the feeling around the school to be able to get that for them.
5: Uh, it was a great feeling, you know, I was happy. I was helped, like able to, you know, stick the uh, two eight five pounder for, you know, just for our little one hundred six pounder to go out and win, and and for him to be there in my corner as well. Like when I got reached my milestone of a hundred wins, like. We've always had a close relationship, but this year we're the closest we've ever we've ever been.
0: Now, somebody you really close with, I know he's always posting about your wins as your dad. Um, talk about you know him and your parents just being a senior, and I know how excited they can get as being a wrestler. You know how you feel with you know for your parents, especially with what they're going through as far as driving you to those long tournaments and stuff like that, for you to be able to kind of reward them. With a with a place, and then for them to see you happy, how you felt.
5: No, uh, I haven't really. I I mean, yeah, I talked to my dad. He told me congratulations. Uh, they love me and everything, but I didn't really go up and see them as much as I sh- probably should have or that I wanted to.
8: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, I really do appreciate everything that they've done for me over the years. And I started this, Christ, probably thirteen years ago now, fourteen years, something like that. Mm-hmm. And you when you do something for so long, it kind of be, becomes part of your life, you know, mm-hmm. and I know my dad probably feels the same way about that because of the fact that, you know, he's the one that kind of got it all started for me. He's on "Hey, You want to wrestle? when I was back in kindergarten. I said, yeah, sure. Why not? And from there, it just kind of took off. And I, I, Even as a little kid, I was always wrestling older kids, but in the long run, it really helped me out.
0: Well, congratulations. Listen, I, I, I know Especially covering you for the four years, it's something you really wanted to do. So for you to be able to realize your dream and, and medal, and be able to get your name put up on the board at, at in the practice room and show that you know be there for the generations to come—that's a great thing. Congratulations!
5: Thank you. I really appreciate everything that you've done for me over the years, and you'll you'll still hear more about me. Don't worry.
0: I'm not I'm not trying to write you off. This isn't a eulogy or anything. I'm sure. <laughs> I just I know how it is, especially with seniors. You know, it's kind of the last match and stuff like that. And it's just been a pleasure being able to to cover you. You've you've always been very supportive of everything and your dad as well. And I'm just glad you, you know, you you you're one of the good ones, and I'm glad you got rewarded with a medal in your last attempt. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Staying in the 220 weight class, I just caught up with sixth place finisher Jack Stoll from Pope John. Let's head to that. I'm joined by another medalist at 220. Jack Snow, who finished six from Pope John. Jack, talk a little bit about this and just how you feel your tournament was today.
6: Um, I felt like it was good. I feel like I definitely could have came out the gates a little bit stronger. Uh, once I get moving out of tournament, I mean, that's when I really start to pick up and just fly through it. So I, w- I wish I'd picked the pace up a little bit earlier, but for the matches I wrestled good, I think they're very good.
0: Now you Obviously, you, you wrestle back, you, you take a medal. Everybody wants to finish first, but... You get your medal for six. Your teammate, who might, I, I don't know if he is, is he your uh, practice buddy? Or And sometimes it's with 220, you probably usually bang with the heavyweights. Did you get, do you wrestle with Nick in practice or is he with somebody else?
6: Yeah, no. Yeah, Nick's, Nick's my practice partner.
0: Talk about, you know, you guys, you getting six, Nick taking first. Just a really great day for Pope John wrestling. Yeah,
6: I mean, it's awesome to see. Uh to see him win. I mean, he definitely deserves it. Definitely puts in the time. And uh, I wish I I wish I could have came on top, too.
0: Now, was it, like you said, What it, when you look back at it, is it something that you look at with sort of a rose-colored glasses, in a sense, where you're like, oh, I wish I did better? Or are you happy with where you finished when everything, you know, push comes to shove?
6: Um, I definitely wish I did a little better. I think I wish I... I wish I got way more to my offense against Kron in the, uh, my second match. And then for third, fourth, to get to third, fourth, I mean, it was kind of hard with Zeranzo. He kind of just, like, locked up. I'm a big offensive guy, so when when you're not giving me a lot of motion, I can't really do much, you know. So I, I feed off of what people give me.
0: So you get locked into that where it's – you need something. I, I, I understand completely where it's like if you're not getting what you need. But, I mean – you're talking about especially with you where you know you qualify fourth in the north in north one you're still the fifth seed obviously as a junior for you to yeah. you know to do that and, and and wrestle back is a great accomplishment and, and you know when you when you meet Cron and you, and you see him and you're kind of like i know you guys have wrestled in the past i'm sure yeah yeah so i mean when you guys are out there and you kind of look at each other is it kind of like all right, I know what he's gonna do. We've wrestled each other so many times. Or is it kind of like, let me see what I can do and and go off of what he gives me?
6: Well, I haven't really wrestled in my practice. I've just like wrestled him growing up, but yeah, it's kind of just like see how I can move him off of like what he does and like you know whatever whatever. He like if you going for that shot. If you let me get your arm, I'm going to definitely use that
0: game changer today. Well, listen, congratulations. It's been a banner a few years for, for Pope John. I know you guys have had a great run. It's, it adds another chapter to the legacy. Enjoy this, and I'm sure we'll be hearing from you next year.
6: Sounds good, man. Great talking to you.
0: Great talking to you, too. We said 220 was a busy weight, and the hits keep coming. I got a chance to catch up with the seventh-place finisher, Andrew Franklin of North London a few minutes ago. Let's head to that. We're joined by another medalist in 224 in total, Andrew Franklin, the seventh place finisher. Please tell us how you feel after the tournament. Um, I mean, well, physically very tired. Um,
9: I woke up today, I'm sore basically everywhere, but uh, I'm really happy the way I finished, Uh, you know, especially coming out with a win on top, you know, the last match and uh, I think my most uh, important match for me personally was uh, beating Pearson. Uh, first round in overtime, especially pinning him, because uh, you know it's kind of like a long time rivalry. Like he won one, I won one, and you know I, I I had to win. I you know I had to let him know you know I, I'm better. And you know,
0: yeah. Well, you seem to wrestle a lot of guys locally. Was, you was know, in as you were saying in the seventh place match, Pantu. So I'm sure you guys have have met up a little bit. You guys were in the same circles in that same area, Warren Hills, North Huntington. Uh, talk about winning that because obviously. You want to go out on top, you know, you beat a kid, you know, in the area that feeling once you realize like, hey, I'm going to get a medal anyway, but I'm going to higher medal.
9: Yeah, no. Uh, so, yeah, I obviously knew after my second, the second match that I won, I was going to place either seventh or eighth. But um, my coaches did stress to be happy, but not satisfied. And I have wrestled Pantuso in the offseason, and I know he he's like really energetic and he likes to take shots all the time. And I'm kind, I'm kind of contrasting like my style. Uh, I, I like to, you know, use my hands a lot, not really take my take shots, you know, take my time. Um, you know, I knew how he wrestled and I, I think I was like a lot more conditioned than him. So, I mean, I ended up on top um, and ultimately I wrestled like it was my last match. I had nothing to lose and, you know, I just gave it my all.
0: Now, talking about conditioning, this year was strange with how they did states because obviously, you know, if it was the regular state you'd have your match, then some downtime. You'd have your match, then a lot of downtime, and it would stretch out. With this, it was kind of like, okay, you just lost. Hey, take your break. You're going to come back out and wrestle again, and then you're going to keep going. With, was that as far as condition? Because you said you're sore. I know us big guys, we're really not used to, you know, getting those four or five matches, you know, even sometimes six in, in one day. I'm sure that was you testing your conditioning and pushed it to the limits.
9: Yeah, I mean, it yesterday was really, really tiring. I mean, I, I could feel it. It wasn't like, you know, I, I'm obviously sore right now, but I, I could feel it as like the day went on. I was like, all right, you know, this is, this is starting to get, you know, like really, really tiring. You know, I, I uh, luckily came out on top for, the, you know, my my last match. and But I think like the main thing was Regions last week. It kind of gave me a little taste of what it was going to be like yesterday. It was actually, we had a lot shorter intervals, I'm pretty sure. I think it might have been 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how they, you know, did it with, like, the holding matches and stuff like that. But um, I I did have COVID uh, a little while ago, so that really did affect my conditioning. Um, I would would say, like, after I started feeling a little better, I started going for jogs, like, every day. Because I knew, you know, once I'm back, I'm going to regions, you know, the seatings were basically already out. Like, I, I have to get back in shape. And, you know, I, I, I I'm being totally honest. I'm definitely, I, I was definitely not in, uh, as good a shape as I've been before, but I think mentally I was there. And I think the big part was, uh, winning and losing. I did, I lost a couple matches yesterday. I think the main thing was to, you know, just, you know, let it go. My dad always says, you know, if you lose, uh, you know, shake it off and go to the next one. Uh, and you know, that, I think that's really the main thing, staying calm and poised, um, I I have my phone right here. I didn't look at this once during uh, the tournament uh, yesterday. I mean, I got I got flooded with text uh, as soon as I came back home. I I, obviously they were like, congrats, Andrew, like, good job. You know, this is awesome. But uh, for me, I think, you know, not not looking at this really did help uh, because, you know, it kind of like fogs up your head um and that, yeah that was a the, the mental aspect of it was really important for me and you know i'm glad that i i did what i did and you know that really helped a lot
0: well the other thing too is i don't know if you could have got it on your phone in peaberg anyway apparently the service there was a tin can of string oh it was atrocious yeah it was terrible yeah <laughs> and i heard you guys had the fun little uh, delay of uh, somebody deciding to drive into a pole and knocking it down and kind of knock it so yeah, up. yeah i didn't want i didn't want to say nothing i will break it here I was actually so upset with the stream Saturday. It was me. I drove into the pole. I was so mad. And I figured they had to do better. You know, so I was the one who knocked the pole down and then I just ran away. I'm, I, kidding, I, I'm totally yeah. kidding about that. No, no, I, I was going to say that. That's you were a, thinking about it for lying. a second. I'm like, no, that wasn't
9: me. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, there, there were some connection problems. Uh, I mean, for the wrestlers, at least it kind of helped. I mean, we got to, we got to chill for a little bit, relax, stretch out. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it really wasn't that much of a disturbance yesterday for us, at least.
0: For You might be too young to get the reference, but I'm sure some of the old people that want to see this will pop. A lot of the interviews we tried doing when everybody was in the gym yesterday, it looked very Max Hedrum-ish, which is an 80s character that was like a computer generated model. You, you'll, if you Google it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I understand when I say that. If you weren't in the 80s, you'll have no idea what I'm talking about. But all the parents right now, you're kind to of go, oh, wow, correct. So. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's one of I have very old references. I'm, you know, I'm not that old, but I have very old references. But yeah, listen, congratulations. I know you have a busy day, especially the day after the season. You take some time with us, but congratulations and enjoy it. Thank you, thank you so much. In every match, there's got to be a winner and a loser, and unfortunately, it wasn't his night tonight. However, he did finish eighth in the state. Jared Pantuso at Warren Hills. I caught up with him a few minutes ago. Let's see what he had to say. I'm joined by yet another medalist at the 220 Weight Fest, eighth-place finisher Jared Pantuso of Warren Hills. Jarrett, congratulations. Talk about how you're feeling right now after walking away with a medal.
10: I'm um, feeling pretty good about myself. Um, I feel like I could have done, like, a little bit better, like, um, just, like, defensively. And, um, I don't know, I just feel like I could have done a little bit better on the mat. But, like, I'm glad I placed, like, eighth just um, as a sophomore, too. I mean, I'm wrestling 195 bumping up to 220 and I just uh I feel like it was like the right fit for me because I cut down I was I was going to cut down to 182 for the season mm-hmm. and I'll stay at 182 but my coach told me to like you know move back up to like 220 and see how that goes for me because he thought it was like the best shot for me so I listened to him and I um it just helped out well
0: the that's form. the one thing especially especially the upper weights it's so different because I tell everybody all the time when I make my predictions for 220 and heavyweight, there's always somebody, you know, it's just, it's just a scramble. You never, you never get the top seeds, you know, in there, but talk a little bit about, you know, with your tournament and that, you know, what is there is is there something you need to work on as far as next year? Is it weight? Is it defense offense? Do you, do you want to add some muscle? I mean, you're young still, so it's not like it's the end of the road, but what do you improve on, you know, to improve higher on the podium?
10: Uh, I definitely want to um, keep on lifting, like during the off season, and training, like at these like wrestling clubs and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what I feel like I could have done better on um, is definitely defending legs, because I got caught in that um, the second match and I got pinned. Um, but yeah, the what do you call it? I didn't get caught in legs in the third match. Defended that. Then uh, what do you call it? The last match, I kind of just like I could have done better like shooting and all that. Like I feel like I could have done better like office- offensively. Because mm-hmm. like he what do you call it, He defended like half of my shots that I took on him pretty much. I I couldn't like grab his leg and just like hold it in there. And mm-hmm. he just like spun around me each time I like shot on him. So I feel like I could have done like better at shooting and defending my leg and def, what do you call it? Defending legs.
0: Yeah, so. I'm a former Warren Hills wrestler. I graduated in '95. I actually was just talking to uh one of your teammates. I graduated with Tyler's parents. So I oh, know yeah. them from going to high school. So I, I knew them all the time. And uh, so one thing I have a question is, where you guys wrestled, especially Phillipsburg. did it feel like a home match? I mean, that's like, what, 15, 20 minutes away? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Bed. I mean, it felt like it, was, like, it wasn't it was that high for the situation. How was it wrestling for the state in, like, you know, the, the local school?
10: It felt great. I mean, it, was, it wasn't It was too far, actually. It just um, made it look a lot easier than going down to, like, Atlantic City. So...
0: Are you one of those wrestlers who enjoys wrestling constantly or because you're an upperweight, you like the downtime where you would get it where the tournament's spread out? Did you enjoy having it all one day or did you kind of wish it was a little bit longer?
10: Um, I kind of wish it was like a little bit longer because of like COVID and all that. And then what do you call it? I only had like uh, five matches like during the season. So I was kind of hoping for more than that, like we usually do. But COVID kind of messed it up this year.
0: Well, congratulations. You're going to be on that wall. I know in the room, it's always great to see a new name added to it every year, Warren Hills. And when I get a chance to check it out, I look, and it's always nice to see the young guys getting up there. So congratulations. Enjoy this.
10: Thank you. I appreciate
0: it. Finally, the big guys, the heavyweights, the big men. My alma mater, Warren Hills, had a medalist. Sixth place, Tyler McCaslin. Got a chance to talk to him as he was walking around a little bit, trying to look for some food. I know the heavyweights how they do it, but I got a chance to talk with him. Let's see what he had to say. I'm joined by a Warren Hills alumnus who, who won a medal, a man after my own heart, a fellow heavyweight, Tyler I of Warren Hills. Sixth place at heavyweight. Talk a little bit about this, just kind of how you feel after this tournament. Uh, I feel pretty
8: good. And um, it was very exciting.
0: Now I know last year, You went down, you qualified, you didn't have the results you wanted. Tell me the difference you're feeling this year compared to last year, getting the chance to stand on what they considered a medal stand, but still getting your medal in the line.
8: Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, I've worked all summer, um, worked hard in the room, so it was a good payoff, and I'm excited and happy about it.
0: Now, obviously, you know, with it being so close to your home, Talk about how quick it was, because obviously when you go down to Atlantic City, there's a lot of downtime and stuff like that. And you know, with it being in Phillipsburg and being all one day, you know, people call Phillipsburg the Atlantic City of the West. I don't know if I just made that up, but uh, <laughs> talk about how everything. You know, kind of. Are you one of those guys where you enjoy just wrestling and wrestling and wrestling, or do you enjoy the downtime?
8: Um, I actually enjoy the downtime. I mean. As a heavyweight, I mean, it's kind of tiring to keep going and going and going. So, yeah, I enjoy the downtime, but it was so nice to be close to home and have the home court advantage, so to say.
0: Finally, talk about, you know, not only you, but your teammate. I'm sure your, your practice partner, you know, winning his medal. Just kind of how you guys feel the upper weights kind of for Warren Hills and what they did this year.
8: Um, I mean, we push each other in the room and we work hard. So, I mean, if anybody works hard and you get pushed, it's uh, something that you can achieve.
0: Well, congratulations from one former Warren Hills heavyweight who was nowhere near as good as you to another congratulations and enjoy this. Thank you very much. Have a good one.
8: You too, see you
0: Once again, thank you everyone, all the medalists. Congratulations for you seniors. Revel in it. Live it up for you underclassmen and juniors. Get at it next year to improve your finish. I'm proud everyone did it. Once again, we have another state tournament in the books. Once again, well represented in the Hunter and Warren, Sussex and Morris areas. We will be back with a championship podcast in the next couple days and we'll have a season wrap up within the next week. I'll have everything updated on the site. I'll have everybody's finish updated within the next day or so. So we will be legit, and I'll be able to take a nice little break because it has been hectic. But for Jared, the podcasting legend, I'm Donald J. Brower. I'll see you next time.